0: Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce The First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. So so for you, what, was it? what was it that uh, was distinct? What made you say, oh, something is here, it's happening? Ah, good question. Um the ex took early retirement. Uh,
1: and um the I was the 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 work continued on, my work continued on. I was working um and uh, given the kind of work I have, um between February and October, uh I'm pretty slammed. Um and so Again, two hands to clap. Maybe I was part to blame. I was spending a lot of time at the office. Uh, but uh, she was not involved with work. She was at home more often now. So she's alone at home. I'm at work. I come home late. Uh, and uh, the remarks, not negative remarks, but, you know, hey, you're working late again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not working. I'm working. The bill's got to get paid. Uh, yeah, you're getting social security. I think she got started getting social security early at 62. Uh, and uh, it was allowed at that time. I think it's a little later now. But anyway, uh, social security ain't covering the mortgage. <laughs> social security ain't covering. And plus we got a save. Uh, and the complaints got steadily more. Uh, and then it was, uh, you're coming home late and you're disturbing me and I can't sleep. Uh, so you, maybe you should. Use the upstairs bedroom so I can sleep. Hmm. Okay. You see the progression, the gradual is not like today and tomorrow. It's just a gradual move out. uh, And then I sense something was happening. I couldn't change it. Again, the bills had to be paid. Um, Weren't at all destitute. Not at all. Everything was great. But... I, again, as an accountant, was saving for the future. Right. Because remember, I'm going to maybe retire. Haven't thought at 72, haven't thought of that yet. But at that time, I'm thinking listen, if I retire or get sick, let's say I get ill, because two of the people I worked with, a CPA who was my partner and a tax att- uh, attorney who I worked with, both have passed away and both were my age. Mm. that time and so uh, I'm thinking listen man if I get ill that's bad if I die okay well you know that's fine but if I'm ill and I need care I need to have some money in the kitty so I don't draw down on my retirement which I want uh, or my savings I want my kids to get that right? right so I'm working just to pay today's bills and save but that didn't work because now it's only one income coming in. And so she's home all the time, spending money more now, because remember, you have more time, which means you're spending, nothing negative, okay? It's just that you're at home more, you're out with your friends more, you're spending more. Logically. So someone's got to pick up the tab. Yeah. And that's when it started, a gradual progression towards the other side.
0: Did you- And I saw it. Did your spirit know- like, did you feel it? Yes. Yeah?
1: Yes. And uh, a big uh, one. <laughs> oh, here's something that uh, are, um, uh, anybody listening, especially a stay-at-home mom, needs to keep very close tabs on. Uh, this happened to me. Um, one of the... I was very open. I was, the very last day, I was open with finances. I, I didn't have a separate bank account. Everything was in one drawer labeled with the bank account numbers exact (laughs) uh and i only found this out as we got closer to the divorce i uh one bank account got completely wiped out oh okay completely taken it vanished two actually two bank accounts one was about 30k and one's about 50 60k gone that's something that uh that's about eighty k. It came out in divorce, and it was too late to rectify it then because there were. It was uh, cheaper to not quarrel about it, right. attorney fees, etc., and to make other adjustments, which were was were done. But all of a sudden, two accounts—one thirty and one—I think about 50 forty-five, fifty—vanished. A stay-at-home mom uh-huh. that's not that has no idea about finances. That can happen, and that can happen without her knowing, yeah, because she doesn't know she has no idea there's money that's there, and uh, that money can vanish. it might have just one signature, or uh, here's another thing too um, a bank account with her, her name on it, even though it's a joint account. so those are the things you've got to or you know all of a sudden um. There's money to be spent not for you, but for new clothes or a new car or one of those things. So those are subtle signs that you can going to have to watch out for.
0: Yeah. But all of that came out inside of the disclosures, right? So when you're disclosing, because what's, what's something that happens if you don't know and you're listening is that when you do a divorce, you have to disclose every single thing yes, that sir. you own, property, everything. I mean, yes. all of it. Yes. So did that come out inside of the disclosures? Yes. Yes, because I knew about those two bank accounts
1: and all of a sudden those two bank accounts, as I said, I had folders for each account and we had several accounts, IRAs, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And I went back, those were liquid accounts and I, <laughs> I went in to look for those folders and they were not; they were just not there. And I said, man, I know I labeled it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were they were probably in you know, it was a, it was a, in fact the cabinets right here <laughs> next to me. Uh, they were all in a filing cabinet. I remember the second drawer right up front. Bank accounts, IRAs, kind of split up, you know. Yeah. And uh, at the divorce, you know, naturally, uh, joint accounts. I had a list. She had a list. And uh, so I'm going down the list. And I say, man, where are these two accounts? And those counts were gone. She finally had to give, oh, she had to go and see her brother who was ill in India and, you know, all of that. But well, that's $80,000 is not used to spend no. on that, you know. Uh, and again, it, it got to an issue where it was f- easier and less um, uh, expensive to let that money go and get it in a different manner, which is what I accomplished. But I found out about it
0: only because I knew about it so to address what happened all right so on the accounting side you knew that it was better to, to just you know it's like all right i'm going to yeah. save more in attorney fees i'm not going to deal with uh-huh. it i'm going to let that go and uh-huh. i'm going to renegotiate but as on the human being side what did that feel like the betrayal oh the, oh the talk about a violation yeah
1: talk about a violation especially when i was always in 42 years of marriage i never had a separate bank account right i just uh i think it was it had to do with the way my mom and dad grew up in India. It was just an open thing. you know, I just uh, it's a it's a, nothing wrong. It's just cultural difference right uh, in India, at least where I grew up, it was a joint account. you know, uh, everybody, you get married and two become one. You don't have a separate account. I recognize that here we have a in certain situations, we have a different mindset in that, uh, and I know several clients that um, actually literally come to do their taxes. And half the taxes uh, fee is paid by the husband, and half is paid by the wife. Mm. And i mean, I'm talking about this on more than one occasion. I literally have seen a husband and wife come in, and each has their own checking account, and they split the tab. Let's say it's a five hundred dollar tab. She gives me two fifty, he gives me two fifty. So it's a different mindset, you know. Uh, and so it all depends on how you run your family finances. However. Uh, When it comes to divorce, all that comes together and you got to disclose everything, you know. So in my case, uh, everything being joint, no separate accounts, credit cards are all the same, joint accounts. She did have her own credit card, which I got, and I paid the bill, by the way. Mm. And that's what, so that, uh, which is fine. You know, I had no problem with that. You know, I wanted her to establish her own credit. Another, I'll give you... Remind me in case I forget to, to address this, Uh, but it was definitely a violation because, you know, I expected, you know, maybe I would not have seen 80,000, maybe I would have seen 60, but I mean, all of a sudden the two accounts just vanished, you know? And it's like, I know this folder is here and now it's not. And it came out in discovery, you know, and, uh, um, let me go back to credit card issue. Uh, a wife, again, we're using a wife, really should set up her own credit line. I've seen more than one case where a divorce occurs, no job, no credit, no credit card. Remember, it's a joint credit card. Uh, You're starting from scratch and you don't know anything. So set up, at least have, even if it's a small amount, have a credit card and Learn to use it and have it paid even if you had to have uh, your ex write the checkout at least you know how much you're spending you have an idea about budget uh, because man I've seen so many situations where they were out on the um, on their own and they can they know how to use a card uh, a joint card they don't know how to pay the bill mm. You know, they, because they don't te- take care of anything. They just run a house, which is an amazing job. It's a huge job to run a house with a kid or two kids. But you you have no idea about finances. And then you're stuck out in the world. And you don't know anything. You got to call your friends for everything. You know how to grocery shop. You know how to change diapers. You know how to run a home. You know how to cook. You don't know anything but finances.
0: Yeah. What do you suggest is a good starting point for somebody that doesn't know? Cause like if you don't know that you don't know this, where would you start?
1: Oh, start getting involved with finances. Uh, this might be a um, uh, a sticky point because all of a sudden the husband says, oh, wait a minute, uh, uh, you know, why? For five years, six years, I've been paying all the bills. I've been doing everything. I've been running the finances. You got your hands full with the house, with running the shop, you know, cooking. Uh, I'm taking care of the finances. Are you, you know, are you unhappy with what you got? Uh, and that can be a problem. Well, all of a sudden, because now he's starting to think that maybe once she wants to start something on her own, how come, you know, five years later, you want to run finances, you want to know what I'm spending. Um, and so it has to be a very subtle, um, or a very, um, I don't want to say sly, but a gradual progression. Listen, I, you know, um, I really need to know what's going on. I'm, the kids are getting older. Um, I'm going to be assuming they're kids. I'm going to be writing uh, uh, daycare. I'm going to be meeting with, with uh, teachers. Um, I, we could be applying for, you know, if I start uh, working, well, no, you don't need to work. I'm working. Mm. Well, the kids are getting older. They're going to go to school. I'm not going to stay home all alone. I want to do something. A volunteer work, something. But I need to know how to go about this. I need uh, some idea about finances. It has to be a very gradual progression. My suggestion is, at the very get-go, even if you're going to be a stay-at-home mom, take care of the kids, um, start by saying, listen, I want to have my, don't have a separate account, not necessarily, but I want to be involved. the finances i don't want to take over the finances but you know maybe once a month or once every two weeks have a little conference and say hey you know okay we need to save here we need to cut down here you can tell me hey listen you need to cut down on spending on certain things certain things you know so i have an idea about the finances so in the event and remember the the old saying take care of the best uh, take care of the worst and the best takes care of itself so I'm not saying prepare for divorce, and they, there are people that will take advantage of you
0: Agreed. if you don't know. I definitely I know going through my my divorce, there was a lot of different steps, and it started with getting educated, and getting educated it allowed me to to flow through it a lot better, because without the education, there's it's very difficult to, it's very difficult to assume things, especially when you're dealing with money and and finances and assets and and. breaking up and it's an emotional state so you're not really you're not really in control of yourself you know sometimes you're in the reaction sometimes you're in the creation mode but for the most part you're not really in control it's a it's a very volatile state um having said that what are what are some of the the things that you encountered that you weren't expecting inside of your your divorce especially inside of the first six months of of dealing with it Oh, this is after the divorce. This could be after or after uh, what I uh, call this the was because- what I call the first six months is basically when you know, okay, things are gonna happen. Like I'm preparing okay. because okay. that's a, that's a state of mind whether you filed because okay. there's different there's different first six yes. months right there's the when you file mm-hmm. and then like if in the state of California the. Uh, You have six months before you're legally divorced from the moment that you file. And Mm -hmm. that's considering that nobody contests it. Cause once you contest it and then, you know, it starts all over again. So for me, it could be, um, you said five years prior to, to doing the paperwork and finalizing, you already knew that it was the process started. So that could be your six months, but you get to choose your first six months. Is I declare the first six months when I know, or when someone knows that, there isn't like this is happening, whether it's now okay. or five years from now, it's happening.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, that, actually, uh, okay, good. That I'm glad you clarified that because and this is yeah. Uh this was a gradual progression, as I said. Uh when it really happened, this is crazy. When it really happened was I got served in my office with a client in front of
0: me. <laughs> what? So you weren't expecting it. you I was
1: in my office with a client and the door got slammed. My office manager was in the front office and I heard this commotion at the door. I, I could hear the front door opening uh, steps and then my door was uh, slightly ajar. It got shoved out, shoved in and a guy walks in and I got a client sitting in front of me. Uh-huh. He puts a paper on my desk, and he says, you've been served. (laughs) Didn't even ask you your name. (laughs) Didn't ask me. uh, No, he did not ask me my name. I think he checked with my office manager. That's exactly. I know what it was. He called earlier. Okay. Uh, And um, my office manager, not knowing, gave him uh, the office address. (laughs) And that's exactly what happened. So the door slammed open had the screen door, screen door open, the door slammed open. He walked past my office manager uh, or he might've said, where's Mr. Paul? Yeah. Uh, and she might've, I'm sure she was taken aback and pushed the jar. The door was slightly, you know, just about an inch open wide in a crack in the door, shoved it open and slammed the piece of paper on my desk and goes, you've been served. Oh man. <laughs> and my client sitting about three feet away from me. <laughs> And I looked at him and he said, "He said, man, don't worry about it. Says said, we've all been there sometime.
0: This conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm challenging you. Share yourself and your story. Be courageous. Be vulnerable. It makes a difference.